Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDFC Securities talking to you on 5th of August 2023 at about 3 in the afternoon with another edition of TGIW, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the directions and levels in the coming week. Domestic equity benchmarks nudged lower during the week, extending losses for the second week in a row. This decline was triggered by Fitch's recent downgrade of US credit rating from AAA to AA+. Indian equity benchmarks fell on 3 out of 5 trading sessions during the week. On a weekly basis, Sensex and Nifty declined 0.66% each and settled at 65,721 and 19,517 respectively. In the broader markets, BSE mid-cap index was flat and BSE small-cap index advanced 1.51%. Market breadth remained in favour of gainers with 6 shares advancing for every 5 declining. Average cash turnover on the NSE was 3% higher as compared to the previous week. Among sectoral indices, IT gained the most by 3%, pharma was up 1.9%, consumer durables added 1%. On the downside, Realty declined 4.3%, BankX fell 1.7%, Auto and Oil and Gas slipped 1.6% and FMCG fell 1.5%. Among Nifty 100 stocks, Lupin surged 9.2%, Jubilant Food gained 8.3%, Tech Mahindra was up 7.7%, InfoEdge added 6.7% and Bandhan Bank ended 5.1% in the green. On the downside, Vedanta shed 11.4%, Piramal Enterprises slipped 9.9%, Adani Green was down 7.3%, Hero Motocorp fell 7.2% and SBI was down 6.9%. As per provisional figures, FIs were net sellers of Rs. 3546 crore in the equity markets during the week and DIIs were net buyers of Rs. 5617 crores. Major U.S. equity benchmarks started August with a down week after closing out a strong July. Stocks declined amid rising treasury yields and an unexpected downgrade to the U.S. government's credit rating. Tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite suffered the largest losses for the week. Investors were especially focused on results from mega-cap names like Amazon and Apple. Amazon significantly beat expectations while Apple results were mixed. For the week, Dow Jones declined 1.1% while Nasdaq fell 2.8%. Crude prices rose about $1.82 per barrel to advance for the sixth consecutive week, their longest streak of weekly gains this year, underpinned by Saudi Arabia and Russia's announcement that they would extend voluntary supply cuts through next month. US crude prices were up 2.8% for the week to $1.82.8 a barrel. Gold prices slid from the key levels this week as concerns over a hawkish U.S. Fed boosted the dollar. Signs of resilience in the U.S. economy drove up bets that the Fed will have enough economic headroom to keep raising interest rates. Gold prices were down 0.9% for the week at $1.942 an ounce. Indian 10-year GSEC yield rose 3 basis points to 7.19%. Indian rupee depreciated by 55 paisa to 82.80 per U.S. dollar. Other economic data include India's Fiscal deficit widened to 25.3% of the full-year target between April and June as capital expenditure surged and tax revenue remained muted. This compares with 21.2% of the budget estimate in the corresponding period in FY23. India's eight core sectors posted a growth of 8.2% in June, the highest in five months. Core sector growth for May has been revised up to 5% from 4.3% earlier. In June 2022, core sector growth was 13.1%. S&P Global India Manufacturing PMI ticked lower to a 3-month low of 57.7 in July from 57.8 in June, pointing to 25th state month of growth in factory activity. 
SNP Global India Services PMI unexpectedly rose to 62.3 in July from June's 3 month low of 58.5 pointing to the highest expansion in over 13 years India's overall unemployment rate fell to 7.95% in July from 8.45% in June as rural areas saw increased demand for agricultural labor with the onset of monsoon rains SNP Global on Thursday projected that Indian economy could grow by an average annual rate of 6.7% to March 2031 driven by manufacturing and services exports and consumer demand despite short term challenges from rate hikes and a global slowdown US vehicle sales rose 0.5% month on month to 15.7 million annualized units in July unadjusted sales volume were 1.3 million units or 15.3% above year ago levels ISM manufacturing PMI in the US edged higher to 46.4 in July from a nearly 3 year low of 46 in June. The reading pointed to a ninth straight month of contraction in factory activity. S&P Global US Services PMI was revised slightly lower to 52.3 in July from a preliminary of 52.4 pointing to the slowest growth in service sector in 5 months as demand conditions softened. Non-farm non business sector labor productivity in US increased 3.7% in the second quarter of 2023, the biggest increase in nearly three years and rebounding from a downwardly revised 1.2% fall in the previous quarter. New orders for manufacturing goods in the US increased 2.3% from the previous month to $592 million in June, the most since January 2021, and extending the upwardly revised 0.4% advance from the previous month. Unemployment rate in the US decreased slightly to 3.5% in July from 3.6% in June. The number of unemployed people decreased by 116,000 to 5.841 million. US economy added 187,000 jobs last month, slightly below expectation of 2 lakh jobs. S&P Global CIPS UK manufacturing PMI came in at 45.3 in July which was revised upwards from a preliminary estimate of 45 however latest reading was the lowest so far this year and tied for the weakest since may 2020 bank of england raised its policy interest rate by 25 basis points to 5.25% during its august 23 meeting marking a 14th consecutive increase and bringing borrowing costs to fresh 2008 highs as central bank continues to battle high inflation cpi in Euro area was confirmed at 5.5% in June, the lowest level since January 2022. HCOB Eurozone manufacturing PMI fell to 42.7 in July from 43.4 in the previous month, the lowest in 3 years. HCOB Eurozone services PMI was revised lower to 50.9 in July from a preliminary 51.1 and 52 in June, pointing to near stalling of activity levels in services sector. the weakest performance in 6 months producer prices in euro area declined by 3.4% year on year in june following an upwardly revised 1.6% fall in may hcob germany manufacturing pmi was confirmed at 38.8 in july the lowest reading since may 2020 from 40.6 in june continuing to point to worsening business conditions across the german manufacturing sector The HCOB Germany services PMI was revised higher to 52.3 in July from a preliminary 52. It marks the lowest level in 5 months. Industrial production in Japan declined by 2.2% month on month in May compared with flash reading of 
of a 1.6% drop and after a final 0.7% growth a month earlier. On an annual basis, industrial output grew by 4.2% in May, shifting from a 0.7% fall in May. Consumer Confidence Index in Japan increased to 37.1 in July from 36.2 in the previous month. It was the highest rating since December 2021. The official NBS non-manufacturing PMI for China declined to 51.5 in July from 53.2 a month earlier. The Caxin China general manufacturing PMI fell to 49.2 in July from 50.5 in June, hitting its lowest reading in six months. In the coming week, uh, results Q1 results from com- uh, major companies out of NSC 500 include on 7th of August, Godrej Consumer, PB Fintech and Tata Chemicals. On 8th of August, Adani Ports, Coal India, Hindalco, Maruti, Oil India, Siemens. On 9th of August, Bharat Forge, Tata Power. On 10th of August, Grasim, Hiromoto, Life Insurance, Sale. On 11th of August, ABB, Hindustan Aeronautics, InfoEdge. ONGC. Events in the coming week include on 8th of August China's trade balance and US's trade balance. On 9th of August China's CPI and PPI numbers. On 10th of August India's RBI monetary policy and US's CPI numbers. On 11th of August India's CPI and industrial production numbers and US's PPI and consumer sentiment numbers. On weekly basis the Nifty has fallen 0.66% and the large upper and lower shadows on the weekly candlestick denotes a tug of war between bulls and bears. Nifty fell on August, zero, August 2 with a down gap and fell below the previous week's low. It also closed below the 20 DEMA which has been providing support all through the recent up move since March 31. As long as the down gap at 19,705 is not filled, bullish action may get postponed and rallies may face selling pressure. On down moves, 19,202 to 19,303 band could provide support. That's all for this audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.